Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday and welcome to the Kingdom Art Life where we are building harmony between faith, art, and career. I'm your host, Marlita Hill. In our very first episode, I shared with you the conviction that guides my service to artists. Again, that conviction is that any art life can be a vessel for worship and leave a kingdom footprint in culture. Now, you might be saying, wait a minute, because last episode you said that you were talking to artists who follow Christ, but their careers are in mainstream culture. Artists who make art that doesn't talk about Christian subject matter. Artists who don't make art specifically to lead people in worship or lead them to Christ. Are you telling me that even that art life can be a vessel for worship? And I'm saying yes. Even that art life can be a vessel for worship and leave a kingdom footprint in culture. And today, we're going to dive into what I mean by that and how in the world that could be possible. As Christ-following artists, we create art for different reasons. We come from different approaches, we use different methods, we speak to different people, we create religious art, art for social change and commentary, art for art's sake, and everything else in between. And for some of us, we can look at our art life and very easily see how it could be a vessel for worship. But for others of us, because of what we make art about, where we present it, who we make it for, even who we make it with, it's much, much harder for us to look at our art life and see how such an idea could possibly be true for us. And there's a reason why we have difficulty seeing that. And here's the reason. Because all of the things we're typically engaged in as Christians tend to focus around three areas, worship, evangelism, and the faith walk. And it's very easy to embrace activities and expressions that directly serve these three areas of focus because we know how to apply them. We know where they fit. We know how they fit. However, we struggle as a church and really as a body to find value in the bajillion other activities and expressions that have no direct connections to these three areas and yet are still valuable and have a place in the life of a Christian. And why do we struggle to see that? Because the way we address these three areas, worship, evangelism, and the faith walk, is typically through message, through what we say and the message we're communicating. So if the message in your form of expression doesn't directly address those three areas, it's hard to see how it could be valuable and useful in the Christian life. Because these are our three areas of focus, and this is where our eyes are, everything that we do in church is a means to these three ends. And with that, usefulness becomes our measurement for value. If your expression is not a clear means to those three ends, we struggle to find them useful. If we struggle to find them useful, then we certainly struggle to find them valuable. If they have no usefulness, and if they have no value, then the question becomes, why are you engaged in them as a Christian? If it doesn't, quote-unquote, serve God, if it doesn't, quote-unquote, glorify God, why are you doing it? And this is the mindset that we, 
Christ-following artists with careers in mainstream culture, artists like you and me, this is the environment that we've been raised in. There are some exceptions. Some of us have great and supportive churches. I have a supportive church, and I'm sure that some of you guys do too, but that is an exception. That's not the majority. Yet. Still, we, as artists who follow Christ but have careers in mainstream culture, have been raised in this usefulness mindset. And yet the fact remains that we don't make art to directly serve any of those three purposes, nor is God leading us to. Nor do we have to, to have a life in art that is a vessel for worship and that leaves a kingdom footprint in culture. And some of you might be thinking, wait a minute, how can you say that? Well, if you notice the phrasing that I've been using, which I've been using very deliberately, I've been saying art life and not just art. If I just use the word art, we get caught up in the usefulness conversation and the usefulness is relegated to the message and the results the message produces. But that doesn't work for artists like you and I because the message in our art, if there is one, is not addressing church priorities. So that doesn't apply to us. Okay, if that doesn't apply to us, then how is it possible for us? It's possible because you and I have a life in art, not just a message in art. And your life in art can glorify God even when your message in art is not explicitly talking about worship, evangelism, the faith walk, or any other thing under the Christian sun. So let's talk more about this whole life in art business. What is that? This life in art, at least according to what God has taught me, consists of three areas. There's the person which is who you are, there's the process, which is how you do things, and there's the product, which is the art piece, the movie, the song, etc. And by extension, it's the message in the piece if there is a message. So let's look at each of these one by one. First of all, there's the person. When people interact with you, an artist of faith, a person bought by the blood and filled with the Spirit of God, they interact with more than just an artist because as a child of God, you are more than just an artist. When you step into a room, you as a believer carry something that impacts the environment of that room. When you interact with a life, you have the opportunity to release that life into the wholeness God has made available. When you speak with someone, the words that come out of your mouth have weight and they have power. They have life and healing. Before you ever put brush to paint, fingers to keys, character to plot, steps to music, you have to know that you are so much more than just an artist. Though you are an artist fully, and you are an artist absolutely, but as a member of the body of Christ, you are a person of tremendous consequence. And you have to know that just by being present, you are a vessel for worship and you are leaving a kingdom footprint in your environment. The next area of the art life is process. Your process is the way you accomplish things in your art life. 
How do you create art? How do you make career and business decisions? How do you go about executing them? How do you interact with other people? Even more practically, we're talking about the way you prepare to compose, the way you negotiate business deals and pursue opportunities, the way you deal with your dancers, etc. In your process, in the ways you do things, people can get a glimpse of who God is, how he works in a life, and what life and relationship with him is like, all by looking at how you do things as an artist and what results from you doing what you do in the way that you do them. And this can facilitate a relationship between them and God just by watching your process and method, even when the message in your art doesn't address the big three. And finally, there's the product. Again, that's the art piece. The song, the movie, the dance, the system, the project. Romans 1.20 says that God's invisible attributes are clearly seen and understood by the things that are made. Notice, the verse doesn't say only things that have biblical references, or only things used for worship or evangelism, or only things used to address societal woes. It says things that are made give evidence of his existence, and give evidence to the way he works and the kind of person that he is. Regardless of the form, function, subject matter, or context of your art, the skill and creativity it displays provides evidence of a creative and magnificent God. And think about it. How much more can a creator be glorified than when the thing they created does what it was created to do. God created you as an artist, so he is glorified whenever you release what he's put in you, when you work your gifting and make art, regardless of what your art talks about. I mean, as long as it doesn't contradict his word. So there you have it, family. Hopefully now you can uncross your eyes the next time I say that any art life can be a vessel for worship and leave a kingdom footprint in culture. More than that, though, I hope that you can see that your life and art is the message. The whole way you exist as a career artist is the message. From what you make art about, the kind of art you make, your process in creating art, how you manage your career, and how you interact with people. All of that is message. So it all doesn't have to be shoved into a single art piece. All right, talk to me. Go to thekingdomartlife.com and click on episode two and tell me, how do you envision your faith life intertwined in your art life after this episode? Is this information confirming, affirming? Is it hard to swallow? Do you object to anything I've said? I mean, it won't make me change what I've said, but I'd still like to know. Again, thekingdomartlife.com. Click on episode two, and I'll see you in the chat, and I'll see you next Monday.